obviously being a small shop, it's super important that we're not only supporting myself, but I'm supporting the people around me because without the people around me, I wouldn't have a shop. So, and I am connected with other small businesses. I rather do community over competition. I think that there's a place for everybody in the industry. And if we work together, we make the industry stronger. And when we don't work together, we're so busy in everybody's business trying to figure out what the other one's doing that we're forgetting like our goals and our dreams and what we want to do. Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, I'm talking to Maddie St. Gilles, an online shop owner who is an advocate for shopping small and community over competition. Maddie has some great ideas to share about getting involved with your customers through Instagram. She strives to be on a first name basis with many of her followers, which really brings a sense of community to her account. Her customers turned ambassadors are actually so invested in her brand's success that they created a hashtag campaign to share her wares every week. If you're struggling to grow your Instagram account, you might feel like you're actually losing money. Managing your account is taking valuable time away from your business and, let's be honest, your dog. Your pet has so many quirky delights and it sucks to feel like you're missing them because you're always staring at your phone. Let me show you how to manage your Instagram in less time, get better results, and find more time to do what you really love. In my online course, Instagram Strategy for the Pet Obsessed, aka Inspo, I'll teach you how to create a posting schedule and stick with it, proven strategies to boost engagement, how to work with influencers or even become one, plus tech trainings that reveal hidden tricks inside the app. This might be the only Instagram course that tells you to spend less time on Instagram. That's because it's created by a dog mom. And I know all we really want at the end of the day is to spend more time with our puppies. Go to wherewagrepeat.com inspo to learn more. Hurry up because I have some really great bonuses and they are expiring soon. Maddie St. Gilles is a self-described crazy pet mom with a graphic design background. She's passionate about helping influence her community through their pets. With her brand, Modern Companion, she's able to create meaningful products that bring the community of pet lovers together one stylish product at a time. Thanks to constant interaction with her customers and followers, Modern Companion has brought hundreds of pet lovers together in the last year. Maddie runs her brand while working full-time as a web designer and pursuing an MBA in entrepreneurship and innovation from Clemson University. In her free time, she loves to take walks with her two Dalmatians, Domino and Blaze. Hey, Maddie. Hey. I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast. Um, Modern Companion, you just started it um, a little over a year ago, right? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel like it's grown a lot in just in just one year. Yeah, I mean from, you know, 
before me just posting pictures of my pets and, you know, bandanas and then my friends asking about them and then turn to now we're like serving over 500 people. So it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So tell us like a little bit about that story. I love to hear like the origin story um, of how things happen. Like you said, just posting pictures of your own beautiful Dalmatians um, (laughs) in cute accessories and then deciding to start a company around it. (laughs) So like, how did that come to be? So uh, last, well, a year and a half ago, I was, you know, had an Instagram for my two dogs and one dog at the time. And I would make, you know, I have a really good art background. Um, I used to work at a craft store growing up. So I'm always like crafty and kind of a self-taught artist. And I would sew him little bandanas um, to wear outings and I would take pictures of them. And then my, my, our Instagram followers would ask me where I, he got all that stuff. And I was like, well, I make them. And they're like, oh, can you make me one? And then I would just kind of, you know, make them ones. And then they were like, you should really open like your own little shop. This is really cute. And I was like, okay. And so I went on Etsy and I posted some of my stuff and I made an Instagram for, you know, the company. And that's kind of where I thought about Modern Companion. And the reason why it's called Modern Companion is because I, besides dogs, I have a passion for many animals. Um, I had a hedgehog at the time. So like when you have a companion, you think of any animal can be your companion. So that's kind of where the companion part of um, our brand came in, as well as the modern style. And so I, from there, I kind of went on Etsy and then I kind of grew out of Etsy and onto a Shopify site. And that's kind of where it all, all fell into place. Um, the same people that, you know, I started with who told me to start the business are still with me today. And they're like, I told you. You know, they always joke around with me. <laughs> That's so awesome. I yeah. love it because I think there's so many people who, um, who you know, who make their own things and people see yeah. it and they're like, where did you get that? And they're like, I make it. Um, but not everyone thinks to start their own business around it. So I think that's really cool that you did that and that it's growing and doing so well. Yeah. Yeah. It's really crazy. So switching from Etsy to Shopify, um, do you still do Etsy at all anymore? No, I don't do Etsy at all. Um, I liked Etsy at the time when it was just one to two products because it's really good for people starting out and to test kind of their market. And so when I was starting to get a lot of orders and the fees that they were charging and stuff were just overwhelming, you know, the amount that I was charging for. So I decided I needed to switch and then having a web design background, it was really easy for me to make that transition to Shopify. And I I use Shopify for my online store too. And like, do you, do you recommend since you're a web designer, would you recommend that people start a Shopify store if they're looking to do e-commerce? Um, Shopify, it was really frustrating at me for first because Shopify uses a different, um, kind of coding background. Um, than other stores. It's definitely easy to use. It's very user-friendly. Square is another really good one. Squarespace is really good. Anything that you can kind of have both the e-commerce and web together and they can give you templates is really easy for you to create. So I definitely recommend Shopify and and those other websites. Yeah, cool. Um, 
So I want to like backtrack a little bit a second because you were talking about you started making dog bandanas, but now I know that you carry a lot of coordinating things for people and their pets. You make really cute um, scarves and headbands and even blankets and stuff so that your whole life can kind of coordinate with your dog, which I love. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was the inspiration for that? And, And at what point did you decide to kind of branch out into those coordinating things? So Modern Companion is, we're all about community. Um, And our aspect is that we love your pets. I trust me 100%, I love your pets. But I really am interested in knowing the people behind the pets. And so making products for them that can go with their pets was kind of the concept that I want to bring. And being a lifestyle kind of um, centered with the brand and kind of the way that my Instagram and social media is set up, is having you know them on the photos and them interacting in those candid moments. And what better way to kind of showcase our products is having them on the humans. So that's kind of where the inspiration came by, is just kind of getting to know them and seeing what kind of products they would like that they would actually wear. And then, of course, you know, you have those in the fall, you know, the little photo shoots that you do for like your Christmas cards and things like that. We love, we get them all the time and I just love seeing them and they'll send me their cards with my products on them. And it's just a good, like heartwarming feeling. Yeah. And I, Instagram, like you mentioned, is a wonderful place to see yes. that happen. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, I, I have observed that, you know, there's, there's millions of dog accounts out there, um, but there's really not as many like dog mom accounts and something about like having the person and like showing yourself like people, of course, there's no such thing as too many dog photos. <laughs> people are going to love your dog photos, but something about like seeing the people behind the account, I think it does, like you said, create more of a sense of community because you feel like you really know that person. Um, you can like imagine them walking their dog and what their life is like, kind of. Um, you know, have you have you found that that you know that people on your Instagram, you know, I'm sure they like the dog photos, but do people really respond to the pictures of people in them too? Yeah, and it's also a way for them to see what the products look like on people. Um, Another part of all of this is that, you know, I really try my best to get on a first name basis with my customers too. Like when I talk to them and when I see their photos on Instagram, I ask them what their name is because I want to know, like, I know what their dog's name is, but like, I want to know who they are so that I I can address them um, as well as like in our photos, we can, you know, share and they ask who that person is. I'd be like, oh, they're in your area. Like, this is name. You can reach out to them. So that's kind of our sense of community is we want to get to know these people. And then we want them to get to know other people through our um, little following. So that's That's really cool. I think a lot of people um, kind of skip over that, especially if if you have a brand and you make products and you're, you know, posting in the hopes of selling that product. Um, I think people skip that, like, in between of – getting to know, like asking someone's first name. Um, That's really awesome that you do that. So um, one thing that I did notice on your Instagram recently is that you use some like branded hashtags. Um, One that I noticed was hashtag modern companion Monday. Can you talk about that and how you, how you use that in your Instagram strategy? So modern companion Monday, and I have to give credit because I actually didn't think of it. It was actually my brand ambassadors who I talk to on a daily basis actually came up with this concept. 
which just shows how strongly they are committed to my brand is that they were like, we should have a day when we post all like photos of Modern Companion and like have it. So she, one of my brand ambassadors, she started it and she posted it and then it kind of catched on. All the brand ambassadors would start posting it. And then from there, now every single Monday, everyone kind of posts. So I, I have to give them credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, um, but I think it's, a, a um, you know, an, an testament to to what you're doing, like creating yeah. these ambassadors and creating this community that they love you so much that they wanted to do a hashtag just for you. Yeah, but it's awesome because when they get like my business, my card will put, put on there, you know, on Monday, don't forget to wear your gear. And then everybody kind of posts, everyone posts every single day. But like, that's kind of our special day that we'll, we'll, we'll have the hashtag and whoever uses the hashtag will will share their photo on our story. So then, you know, other people can look at their stuff. It kind of shows off our products, but also they can kind of follow each other and get to know each other. Yeah, that's a great way to to like keep building community. Yeah. Um so one of the ways that I found your account was in the fall around Small Business Saturday. Uh I saw a post with a sticker that said support small shops and it had a paw print on it and I was like I need to have that sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and I went on and ordered it from you and that's kind of how we got to know each other. Um and now you have another sticker that says um I work hard to support my pet's extravagant lifestyle which I immediately put on my laptop and is still there right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but speaking about the supporting small shops, like, why did you decide to kind of take that on as a mission that, that you post about and, um, and how have people responded to it? So uh, obviously being a small shop, it's super important, you know, and again, we're, since we're very community driven that we're not only supporting m- myself, but I'm supporting the people around me because without the people around me, I wouldn't have a shop. So, and I am connected with other small businesses. Um, and my aspect is I rather do community over competition. I think that there's a place for everybody in the industry. And if we work together, we make the industry stronger. And when we don't work together, we're so busy in everybody's business trying to figure out what the other one's doing that we're forgetting like our goals and our dreams and what we want to do. So my whole, when I post the sticker and it was around, I think it was around Black Friday when, you know, it's crazy busy and everybody's, you know, going out and buying. And I'm like, well, don't forget about your small businesses who maybe can't compete with the bigger box stores. And that that day, that response was amazing. And what we had was I had everyone share that sticker and they went to lo- smoke lo- local small businesses with the sticker and took a picture right in front and posted it on their Instagram and tagged us as well as the other small business. So it was just a really good sense of, you know, we from our small community we started kind of driven all over the world to see other businesses, um, as well as I have a t-shirt that I have that says um, Pet Dog Shop Local Repeat on it. Um, and that I actually wholesale to a lot of um, pet boutiques in the area. They have them and all their employees wear them and they just love it because, you know, it's a sense of community and it's a sense of them coming into their store. And then I also get to work with them. So and then those shirts, I also work with my local um, screen printer. So we kind of share. So I'm supporting someone else as well. So it just all ties in together as this one um, big um supporting of each other. Yeah. I think that, I think a lot of people, um, sometimes don't realize like the, the like snowball effect, um, just supporting one person and how many other businesses and lives it impacts. 
Um, one thing that you mentioned that I really love uh, is the whole idea of community over competition. Um, and I know that you're you're really passionate about um, you know being original and being creative. Um, how how do you manage kind of being inspired by others, but still, like you said, keeping your your own goals in mind and kind of being creative in your own way? I think that if it's I can tell you it's 100% hard to not look at other people's stuff and be like, wow, I wish I could do that, but how can I do it different? It's something that I struggle with, that everybody struggles with. And I think that I just try to see, well, how does this fit in with what my brand and what kind of mission that I have? And I'm all for sharing ideas with others. Um, if they, I have small businesses all the time, you know, ask me questions about how I started and I'm like full on open to you know sharing them um, certain aspects of my business at the same time I want them to also learn on their own not tell them too much information because I want them to be able to you know explore okay well this is kind of how she started how can I do it in a different different way and make it my own so I really encourage them you know to kind of explore before they just jump right in yeah you're right if you follow like someone's exact path it's not going to be your own unique way yeah. And then you kind of like, then really where is your passion? Where are you trying to go with your business? So, yeah. Um, so, okay. You, um, are doing a lot of things. So <laughs> on top of being super passionate about pets and their people and the pet community and all of this stuff that we're, we've been talking about, you're also a full-time web designer. Um, and you're also pursuing an MBA in entrepreneurship and innovation. So you basically have like three full-time jobs. <laughs> how do you how do you juggle all of that? Uh, on top of uh, having two dogs and two cats, which you didn't even mention the kitty cats, but you've got a lot going on. Yeah. So, it, and I'd, I'd like to like, I would totally lie to you and say, you know, yeah, it's all about life balance, but you know, it's it's really hard. Um, I, you know, I use like Trello a lot, um, to organize cause I forget half the time I'm supposed to do something and then I get distracted by something else two minutes later. So I kind of am proactive about writing everything down and keeping a schedule. Okay. I'm going to do this. I also try not to, I used to get so overwhelmed cause I would get so tied up in making sure orders were going out almost every day. And I would stay, go home from work at five o'clock and then would be sewing until about 11, 12 o'clock at night and sending them out and hoping, you know, that's how it's going to keep my customer retention when really, you know, a week is not really affecting them. They're more than willing to wait. Um, so I kind of pushed off that I don't only work maybe Monday night, Wednesday night, and then on Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm, I'm with my, my pets. I'm enjoying my life. And then, you know, Sunday night, I kind of focus on my schoolwork. So I kind of just make a little schedule and try. I mean, some days, you know, you're going to dip into other things and other things might go on that you have to do. But I really think that you, you have to line up your priorities and not overwhelm yourself and you know your customers will understand if you yeah. built that kind of brand and community centered like I have they'll they'll understand if you know you have a thing that's going to go out a day late like yeah. and I reach out to them and I'll message them personally and be like hey I have so much going on I will send this out to you tomorrow and they write back and they're like I totally get it 
don't worry about it. So, well, I think that's a really great point that you touch on. It's just like being really clear about the expectations. Um, so people can't be disappointed if you're like clear up front that it's going to take a week for you to make this. Um, and you don't have to kill yourself sewing until 11 o'clock at night, every night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I also hired a contractor during the holiday season. So she helps me and she's local and she enjoys what she does. And she has had my products before and her pups in them all. So, and I can help her out as well because she's a teacher. Yeah. So. Oh, that's really amazing. So yeah. um, that's that's great to be able to hire someone and kind of help support them, especially during the holidays when everybody wants a little bit more cash. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, our dogs, especially their budgets are always through the roof. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That sticker, it makes sense every day now. <laughs> it's like I laugh every day because it's I do have it on my laptop and I, I see it every single day and I'm like, yep, <laughs> got to keep working because dogs, they need those like special organic supplements and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when I just got my tax refund, I was like, yep, this is probably going half towards my dogs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So speaking of your dogs, tell us about um, how they came into your life. Yeah, so I always had small dogs growing up. And then I had my hedgehog through college. And then I actually How was... did you decide to get a hedgehog? And what what is it like having a pet hedgehog? Because all I know is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> um, I got a hedgehog because it was probably the only thing in college that I could really have. And I lived off campus too, so I didn't have them in the dorms or anything like that. And because they, I I guess they're like my um, spirit animal in a way. They like to uh, sleep all day and work all night. And I'm like a (laughs) night owl. So, um, yeah, they were very easy to take. He's very easy to take care of. He would, you know, like a hamster, he had a wheel and everything like that. So, yeah, he unfortunately had cancer last year. So he passed away. But he was awesome, and he was, like, a big part of Modern Companion, and I'd only show him on my Instagram. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, so I – we're very um, energetic-involved people, and um, a Dalmatian, obviously, is pretty active and requires a lot of attention, um, like its owner. And so um, I definitely wanted a dog that I could go hiking with, that I could bring to, like, events and things like that. And – they were they are the perfect animal for that. So I got Domino. Um, he's about a year and a half, and he's super smart. He like knows all the tricks. He like knows how to like hug his brother. We've taught him all these crazy things. And then we got Blaze um, last year. He's about ten months, um, and they're half brothers. And it was two has definitely been better than one. I could tell you that because there's busy nights when I just need to do stuff and they like run around and chase each other. And I don't have to like go in the backyard and chase Domino around anymore. So, yeah, (laughs) I love having two dogs. I've almost always had two. There was like um, there was like two, like a year and a half or two years or something where I only had Lucy and it's just like too quiet. I kind of like the madness. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, and they're, they're very good for photo shoots and stuff because they're so like, 
there and they're really attractive when you post like pictures of them you know it catches your eye as you're scrolling yeah they make the perfect models (laughs) they do and I think Dalmatians are are kind of rare like you don't really see them that often and um you know especially on Instagram I don't think they really pop up that much they probably do for you because your algorithm is probably like all Dalmatians all the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but in my feed I just I don't see them that much but they're so striking and so beautiful yeah they're they're pretty crazy that's why they're not anywhere near me right now because they probably would just bark (laughs) yeah but um like you said you do kind of incorporate them into the business as your models um and you take do you take them both when you go and do markets yes yes how do you manage that um my boyfriend comes and helps me (laughs) He takes, Domino does not like to stay in the tent. Like he refuses to stay in the tent. He's like, he's very, he loves people. So he'll sit outside the tent and sit there and wait for people to come by and pet him. Like that's all he'll do all day long. And the other one, he's like, they're like total opposites. It's really funny. Like he'll like go and sleep in the crate. Like, and that's it. Like the whole time. Yeah. And like not even move. And I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> But it sounds a lot like Bert and Lucy. I took them. There was a dog-friendly indoor market that I went to last weekend, and I wasn't working yet. I was just shopping it. And um, and Bert is like rubbing up against everyone, and his nickname is Bert the Flirt because he just like rubs up on everyone. <laughs> and then Lucy went and lied down with like her face down on the ground. It was just like like looking up at the sky, like whoa. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> and I was like, it, this is just like, you can really see how different their personalities are in a yeah. setting like that. It's so funny. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Blaze was a lot harder to train than Domino was. Like we just learned that they're just not the same dog at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just like people, you know, and that, and that's why full circle, that's why it's fun to get to know all the people behind the dog accounts and kind of see, you know, you know, you always hear people say that you look like your dog or vice versa. Um, but I think that like deeper down, like you're, you have similar personality traits to your dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely stubborn and my dog is a hundred percent stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucy's a little sassy and I would say I am too. Bert's Bert's way more social than I am. Like he's very outgoing and <laughs> I guess he he can kind of, he can handle the socialness for our whole family. <laughs> My dog, he doesn't, Domino doesn't like baths. Oh. So he, when we come back from the dog park, they know that they get baths. So we will, I have to get them up the stairs and he'll sit at the bottom of the stairs and won't move because he knows he's getting a bath. And like you have to pick this dog up and bring him into the bath because he will not move at all. Like he's so smart, but so, so stubborn. Too smart it's... for his own good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Maddie, it's been so much fun talking to you. Um, I think you've shared so much great insight and inspiration for everyone listening. Tell um, tell everyone who's listening where they can find you online. Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram. That's mostly where we are. Um, it's a modern companion, or you can go on to our website, which is themoderncompanion.com. And get some of those stickers, everybody. And yeah. like, I mean, you sell other things too, but, um, <laughs> get those, uh, shop small stickers and go out and show people where you're shopping small. It's just fun. What did you like most about this episode? 
Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.